we were talking about how you, instead of like, the, like Mo, Joel brought this up, most television shows are like most plots of a television show, like a 30 minute long comedy, is someone not taking responsibility for something and then having to like cover it up. And then the show is typically resolved by them taking responsibility for their actions and admitting the truth. Um, we were talking about that with, I'm gonna be real saliva -y this episode, but um, we were talking about that, like we were talking about how usually in life, if you, you, you feel the need to come up, I realized, I was a pathological liar because instead of telling the truth about something, I would tell a, I would come up with a narrative, an explanation that was a lie, but it was a lie that made me take no responsibility or admit fault that I was stupid or I, I messed up. And I would come up with, everything was a lie. I'd assume that the, the truth, the truth would make you look stupid. The truth would make you look inept. It'd make you look incompetent, make you look like you didn't know what you were doing, right? Because that's the truth. Sometimes you forget stuff. Sometimes you mess stuff up. Sometimes you don't know the answer to something. Maybe something's obvious. Maybe you say something wrong. Maybe you assume that like Latvia is in North America or something like that. And that makes you sound dumb. So you say, oh, I thought you meant this that is in North America, even though everyone knows that's a lie. So you come up with something, you're like, I don't want to be an idiot. I don't want people to think, I think Latvia is in North America, but who cares? No one actually cares. And you look even more like an idiot when you try to make something up that's not true. That's like one thing we've, we noticed we're like, if you just like, oh, I thought Latvia was in North America and people are like, you're stupid. Like, I guess so, but that's the truth. That's what I thought. So we talked about that. Like if you, if you, if someone asks you, hey, pick up dog food, go pick up. Can you pick up dog food? I'll pay you back for it on your way here. You forget the dog food. They're like, oh, where's the dog food? You're like, oh, I and you don't say, oh, I forgot. I completely forgot to get the dog food. Instead, because that makes you, you're, you, you fucked up. You made a mistake. You said you'd do something so you don't take responsibility for it, right? So you say, oh, well, I thought there was dog food. I thought there was dog food and I thought you wanted me to get dog food for my, you know, you come up with some stupid narrative to be like, I didn't mess up, I remembered. I'm not an idiot, so I'm gonna make up an excuse when in reality it's like, now you're, you sometimes find yourself in these weird positions where you're covering up lies and truths to be like, here's the reality of the situation that doesn't make me look like an idiot. I thought you wanted dog food for your grandparents' house and we were picking that up late. Now you're making something up, now you're like, oh, I'm not wrong, I just, you confused me with what you said. So you come up with these weird things where you're like, I never made a mistake. I couldn't possibly make a mistake. So I'm going to make some weird narrative up. That's a total lie. We both know. We both know the truth. I forgot the dog food, whatever. I thought Latvia was in North America. Like, I didn't know. I was confused. Like, truth is, I forgot something. And truth is, I'm ignorant about what <laughs> countries are in North America. Um, which is totally acceptable. Because sometimes we have this thing, like, someone's going to, like... We also have, societally, we have something where everything is so litigious that you can't accept you can't accept fault for anything. You can't accept fault for anything anymore because to accept fault, to accept responsibility for your actions is to admit guilt. So we live in this litigious society where we watch, you know, courtroom documentaries and, and true crime dramas and stuff where you can't just say, oh, I made a mistake. Here's what actually happened. You have to build the case for why you didn't make a mistake or you have to build a case for 
based on the prosecution's evidence that proves that they cannot prove that you are wrong. So we find ourselves in these positions where you're like, I can come up with a narrative that could be true. You can't prove it's not true rather than just accepting responsibility because societally, you have to not accept responsibility. To accept responsibility is to accept fault and then you know be penalized for your actions, have to do some restitution. But you don't have to. <clears throat> now, if you forgot the dog food, you can just be like, oh, I forgot, I'm gonna go get it. Like, I'll go get it, I made a mistake. And they may say, you always forget the dog food. And you'd be like, yeah, I forgot the dog. Sometimes I forget the dog food, like, whatever. You don't have to care that people care. You don't have to be like, man, he's always forgetting things. Like, maybe I am, maybe I'm, Maybe I'm always forgetting things. Maybe I forget the dog food. Maybe I do. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe I'm, that's me. I'm the forgetful guy or I'm the dumb guy that doesn't know geography. Who cares? You don't have to care. It's like, it's just so funny. We do that all the time. Like just, if you made a mistake, if you just own your mistake, it's no fun for the other people because a lot of times people like to watch you squirm. People like to watch you fidget. They like to call you out on being an idiot. And if you try to make excuses for why you thought North America was in Latvia, they like it. They like to watch you squirm. They like to see you get insecure. They like to see you get afraid and say, no, 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 I'm smart. I know my geography. They like that. So don't give it to them. Be like, you know what? Sometimes I'm stupid. Sometimes I don't know. And that, you know, you remove the gun. You give people the knife to stab you. That's what I always say. You give them. You're like, here's a knife. Here are my insecurities. Do what you will with it, right? Um, I think I've said that before. The other thing I wanted to talk about, well, I mean, there's like more there. Uh, yeah, there's, there's more there. So now when I make mistakes, I'm like, I'll just be the guy that makes mistakes. You can stick around. You can be in my life. You can, you can cut me out of your life because I make too many mistakes. Do what you want. But I'm gonna accept responsibility for the things I do. I'm gonna try to rectify them. But I'm not gonna make excuses. I'm gonna say exactly what happened and I'm not gonna make up stuff. Sometimes I'm stupid. I don't know a lot of things. I'm pretty dumb. When people try to talk to me about the news, they talk to me about what's going on in Ukraine, Russia border or anything, or some sort of COVID related issue, I'm open to whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. I've heard stuff, but I don't know. And honestly, anyone that knows anyone, people that are unvaccinated, they've probably done more research than I have. I just took their word for it. I just went for it. I just got vaccinated. I got boosted. I don't care. I just took their word for it. If someone says, well, did you know about this? I'm like, I didn't. I'm not calling you an idiot for not getting vaxxed. That's your decision. I don't know. I don't think you're an idiot. You're doing you. It's none of my business. I don't care. I'm not researched, I don't know. I honestly don't, and if I did research, I could probably be like, you know what, I think that person's misinformed. I think they've associated with the identity of a political party and now they really can't turn their back on it because it's part of who they are as a person. I can recognize that, and that's normal. I think that happens to a lot of people. I don't find them stupid. I think your, your sense of identity is very important to who you are as a human being. So if you identify with the Republican Party, you identify as a Tea Party, or you identify as a Democrat or a social justice warrior, that's part of your identity, and that's very important to you. Um, so I understand that. <clears throat> I don't think anyone's an idiot, you know? I don't think they're willingly not getting vaccinated because they, whatever, they, I don't know, they think it's like poison or something, <laughs> or, I don't know. But yeah, people do what they want. They know what they know. Nobody's an idiot. You don't have to like, you don't have to attach your own ego to someone else being wrong. You don't have to attach your ego and be like, look how wrong that person is. And by them being wrong, look how smart I am. Look how correct I am. You don't got to do that shit. You don't have to. Who cares? You don't have to, you know, I mean, you, you, you are who you are. You are as smart 
you're as smart as you are regardless of how dumb other people are, right? You don't have to say, that person's dumb and therefore I'm smart. You can just say, I'm smart and that person is them. That person is doing whatever they're doing and it's different from me. Um, but yeah, you can also just be like, you know what? I think that person... It's not as much fun because when you look at a person and you say, hey, you know what? I think that person doesn't have, there's a lot of like cognitive ability. There's a lot of connections this person does not make. They're a little bit slow. There are certain synapses and brain waves that aren't connecting and they have a hard time following a train of thought. You can look at those people and say, you know what? That person is, uh, is societally known as stupid or, you know, slow. And if you do say that, usually you're like, well, that sucks for them. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate for them. They aren't intelligent and they probably struggle throughout their life to keep up with people and to connect with people because they just can't understand people. And that sucks. So when you look at them, you're like, you would never make fun of them. You would never call them stupid because they're just, they're uh, at a disadvantage, right? So I think when people are like, oh, people that don't get vaccinated, they're stupid, they're idiots. Can you believe how stupid these people are? It's like, I, yeah, I can. Whatever your idea of stupid is, you know, whatever you're calling stupid, I can believe they are that. Because, um, yeah, I mean, even now, I, when I see, like, you know, COVID news or whatever, I'm, I think more and more I'm like, I get why people think it's bullshit. I get why people think they're like, you know, in bed with pharmaceutical companies and stuff. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's stupid. I don't think you're an idiot. I think it's important to be a little bit incredulous, but you know, I picked my team. I picked my side. I'm on this side. I don't know if I'm better or worse for it, but I made my decision. I don't get upset about people. I don't know. I made my choice. Okay. The other thing we are talking about is like people... In business, like in the business world, people do all this like sort of pageantry. Like for instance, recruiters. Recruiters will hit you up and they always do this thing. They always say, how's your week going? Oh yeah, how's your weekend? Nice, oh that's cool, where'd you go? Really, oh yeah, that's awesome. I had a brother that went skiing there. Well, you know, they do this thing where you're like, you don't gotta do this. That's cool that you do this and you like kinda wanna connect with me and you've been told that that's important to me. To have a real human connection with a person. It's, to me, it's not. I'm like, that's fine. Let's get down, let's get down to business. And I've had recruiters be like this too that are very like, hey, here's a job, take a look at it, get back to me. And that's what I appreciate. But it's funny, I had this, this, um, this girl hit me up on LinkedIn and then she calls me and she's like, She's like, hey, how's it going? We did, and she was like, she's like five minutes into small talk. And, I, and I'm like, I told her, I'm like, I, and usually what I do, and it's not rude, but they'll say, hey, how's your, how was your weekend? Or what are you up to? Like, how was, how's things in LA? And I'll just say, they're good. And I'm not being rude, I'm just saying, yeah, they're good. And then you like, because I'm not uncomfortable with an awkward pause. I don't even think they're awkward. I'm not, I'm not uncomfortable at all. Is someone like, if you're hitting me with this energy of like, how's your weekend? Is everything good? What are you up to? Oh, cool, you've been there. I'll hit you with like, yeah, I'm doing well. I'll let that linger, I'll let that sit just so that they get the idea that, oh, he's not, I can't, you can't, if someone throws you a fastball of like, what are you gonna do this weekend? What's your favorite place to go vacation? Like how many brothers and sisters you have and you hit them with a good. They, that's a, them throwing a fastball and you just bunting. They can't do anything with it or you, you know, it's like hitting a, 
you know what I'm saying. You're 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 not throwing the ball back at all. Cause it's funny. So anyway, this girl, she's like telling me about this job, this like position, and it's all it's like the I don't want to call it bullshit, but it's bullshit. It's just they'll like package all this this bullshit with like the details you want. What you what do you want? All that's all I need to know. That's what we were talking about. Like, what do you want? What do you want? I'm not upset. It comes across really aggressive to be like what do you want? Why did you call? Why did you call me? What do you want from me? That's all I would need to know. So this girl, she's telling me about this company. She's like, oh yeah, they do all this because it's like medical technology and right now it's antiquated because they don't have the ability to transfer files across their own network so they can't look up and she's going in. So they've acquired this many like billions of dollars, not billions, but like this million dollars to like really scale up their thing and they're gonna try to do, and I, and I just told her and I'm like, it's really cool. This is your spiel. This may work for some people. Some people may be very interested in this. I didn't say this, but this is my thought. I'm like, some people may be very interested in the details and the nuances of this business and where they are financially and what their plans are for the future. I don't care. I don't care. I just need to know what the job is. Just send me a description. You don't need to pitch me on the position. I don't, I really, I just told her, I'm like, here's, here's the, I got, I always say, hey, I'm kind of in a rush. I'm never in a rush, but I don't have time for the, you know, the pageantry. I don't have time for like the pageantry of the phone call. I just need the details. So I'm like, if you can just send me the job rec, I'll take a, I'll take a read and I'll, I'll take a look at it. And it always like catches them off guard because they, they say, Oh yeah, okay. Well, it's really cool because they're gonna do. They kind of give more because, and it sucks. Maybe they need that. Maybe they're like, "Hey, let me do this. Let me do the pitch because that's part of my job. That makes me feel fulfilled to tell people about the job. It makes me feel like I'm doing more than just filling a butt in a seat in a desk. I like to pitch people. I'd like to at least believe. I like to at least keep the idea that they're enjoying what they're doing and they feel like they're accomplishing something they're passionate about. So let me do this. Maybe that's what she was doing, but I just told her, I'm like, you know, I don't really have time. Send me that job rec. I'll take a peek. Maybe it'll work for me. Maybe it won't. And we'll move on from here. Um, but yeah, it's just so funny. Like just don't, we don't got to do all the, you know, pull the wall, pull, pull it down. Everyone's nice. Everyone's kind. Everyone's trying to accomplish something. You don't need to do all the phony baloney just be like, well, here's the thing. Here's what we have. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, you know, it's not that I don't care about your life. It's not that I don't care about what's going on with you. It's not that I, I hate you or I'm disinterested. It's just not pertinent to me right now. And I don't, I don't think it's necessary. And uh, I don't wanna waste either of our time doing it, if that's okay. It's not mean, it's like, it's just, I don't need this, right? It's direct communication, and I feel like in the business world, we have, I mean, I've heard Japan is, I've heard in Japan, they don't do it at all. They're just, they're so tactful, and they'll never, I mean, if you've read the book Outliers, they talk about, there's a plane that went down, I think it was South, like, Korean Airlines, there was a plane that hit a mountain because the co-pilot, the one, the pilot was really tired. The co-pilot was encouraging the pilot to say, hey, you know, we're at a really low altitude, we're approaching a mountain range you know, maybe considered, you know, being so tactful to the point where he crashed into a mountain and the guy, the co-pilot let him crash into a mountain because he didn't want to be rude, you know? So I've heard in Japan, they just will not say, they will not, they will not say, no, you're wrong. Hey, we need to do something. They're like too polite to a fault. So 
you can you can say things tactfully. You can say things like just be matter of fact. Be like, here's the situation. I'm sorry if you take it personally. I'm sorry if you take it. Not even personally, I've talked about that before, but I'm sorry if you take it as a personal offense. I don't mean it to. I don't mean it as a personal attack, but there's a truth we need to recognize here. The plane is about to crash. We need to recognize that and address that so we don't fucking die. Is that okay? Is that okay? Can I take the wheel to make sure that we don't crash into a mountain? Don't take it as a personal attack that I'm taking over the controls to not die. I just would like to live, you know? But I don't know, maybe it's just corporate America, but everyone's so tactful, nobody wants to hurt anyone's feelings or anything. Um, but I wanted to talk about this recruiter that I'd worked with before. I'm done with him, I'm done with him. But not for this reason. He would always hit me up, he was always like, just very like, he's a, he was like, he's kind of a user, and I know that, it's just a shame that he doesn't know that, but I recognize about that about him. He's very, he wants to get you into a job so he can get his cut. He's a recruiter, you know? He gets like a percentage of your salary if you get hired at a place. And he would always do that. He would he would hit you up. He would never listen. Um, my friend, who's worked with him before, he had hit him up. He said, hey, you know what? I'm leaving my job in a month, right? So hit me up in a month, we'll talk. You know, I'm gonna take a little bit of time off. Hit me up on this date. We'll talk about future potential jobs, right? And the guy was like, okay, sounds great. But he would continue to hit him up throughout that month, in, in, ignoring the fact that he said, hit me up on this date. On this particular date, hit me up. We'll get down to business, we'll start looking for jobs. He would continue to hook him up and he, he hit him up and be say, hey, you thinking about getting a job yet? And he's like, yep, real soon. He's like, all right. What, uh, I might send you some recs. He's like, well, real soon. And then he just keeps saying, yep, we're coming up. I'm thinking in about 10 days. So he just ignores the date and continues to like harass the guy, texting him saying, hey, here's some new jobs and stuff. He says, wait a month, wait a month. Here's a date, you can hit me up, feel free. And he just ignored it. Anyway, so this guy, he would do the worst, the worst pleasantries. He would hit you up and he would say, hey, how are ya? What'd you do this weekend? It was the most formulaic, passionless, disinterested, completely disingenuous questions he would ask. He'd just say, yeah, oh, that's nice. Oh, you got a brother there? Wow, very cool. With this tone, with this tone, it's like, dude, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna give it, if you're not gonna ask these questions any better than that, don't ask them, because it comes across as so condescending, as like, I have to ask these bullshit questions that I don't give a fuck about, because that's what human beings do. It's like, dude, you gotta give it, you gotta act a little bit interested in my brother in Rochester, Minnesota, right? If you're gonna ask about him, you gotta, you gotta at least feign a little bit of interest in Johnny Bertoft. So funny, um, completely oblivious. Maybe he knows he's doing it. Maybe it's just part of his thing. He's like, I'm just gonna do, it's like a gag that he does that he's gonna ask questions and seem completely disinterested while he's asking the question. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm done with that guy. But yeah, it's just so funny how people are so, you. it's like being sincere isn't being rude, I don't think, unless other people are just like wildly insecure. Well, that's the truth. People are wildly insecure. So if you don't say things tactfully, if you don't like honestly sometimes lie to people, 
especially people you don't know very well, you don't want to deal with the reactions of the truth, you know? So you're like, you know what? I'll placate. I'll just go along with this. I'll be polite. I'll be kind to this person because I honestly don't want to deal with the fact that they're probably not ready for the truth. So uh, I'm just going to wrap it in a package of bullshit so that I can serve my own best interest and not have to interact with this person. Maybe that's the truth of it. Man, it was cold last night. It was cold last night in LA and I'm getting like a nasal thing going on. So you can probably tell. I'm gonna wrap it at that, but I just really wanted to talk about that, how people, it's so funny how people don't wanna be like, just admit, if you just admit you're wrong, if you just admit like, oh, I messed up, I made a mistake, people hate the guy that just admits it. He's like, oh, I'm wrong, I don't care. All right, I'm gonna talk about one more thing. This is the ultimate example. So my grandmother and my grandfather, they would play Skippo. We play Skippo together. So you have a partner in Skippo. So you can't table talk. You can't tell people, hey, play your nine on the 10 or play your 10 on the nine. You can't do that. That's against the rules. So if your partner notices something on the board, he can't say anything. She or he can't say anything about it, right? So my grandma would like, you know, there'd be an obvious play. You're trying to get rid of your cards. It'd be a very obvious play. And my grandpa is like fuming. He can tell that she's about to pass her turn and grandma has not played the right card. So he, the, she, grandma would say, okay, I'm done, pass. And then my grandpa would lose it. He would lose it. He'd be so furious that my grandma just botched her turn and didn't play the most obvious thing. He'd be like, Ruth, you didn't play your nine. He would flip his shit. He would lose it. And my grandma, this is what my grandma would do. And it's, it's such a great metaphor for life. She'd be like, oh, I did. I did. I had the nine. Huh? And then she'd look at me. She'd look at me. She'd look at my brother. She'd look at my mom. She'd be like, huh? Would you look at that? I made a mistake, huh? Yeah, there it was the whole time. I didn't play it. And as I got older, I'm like, oh, that's the attitude. Because what's grandpa supposed to do? So grandpa's fuming and grandma's just like, I don't give a shit that you're mad. I didn't play my nine. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Isn't that funny? I'm not emotionally affected by the fact that I didn't play my nine and that you're mad at me for not playing it. All right, I got a mouthful of saliva, but God. Ruth Cessna. I'll never, I, I'll, I think about her all the time.